This is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly podcast where we talk about the emotional highs and lows of the melodrama that is WWE wrestling. I am Jillian and I am here with Abigail and boy, I felt some very high highs and some pretty low lows in wrestling <laughs> this week. I don't know about you. It um it's not safe to go alone. <laughs> into these kind of waters i swear oh man i the emotional roller coaster i was on was intense so would you like to just jump right into smackdown and address all of the elephants in the rooms well i think it's like a band-aid right you gotta rip it off yeah that's a good point so let's rip it off smack it down so it's the season premiere of smackdown right it's season 728 of smackdown and john cena is opening the show for us right so that's a very nice opening we love john cena he's gonna do his fan service shtick but he's interrupted by whom uh the tribal chief is here the tribal chief is here um and we acknowledge him i'm very sad because paul Heyman dyed his hair back to brown because he can be happy now, Jillian. He can finally breathe. He can rest. He can take time for him. I'm just offended that gray hair means that you can't, you're unhappy and are unrested. I feel like it's more that Roman left him with these kids <laughs> and he has not had a minute to get out the just for men. That's not fair. a minute. He looked so proud and happy and like tan. <laughs> he really did. He really truly did um so i had this thought i want your mm. opinion on this so roman Reigns says he's the goat right because he's like oh john cena everybody says you're the goat i'm the goat and i'm like but it's the wwe land of the multiple main event pay-per-views mm -hmm. so surely there can be many goats am i is my logic working i mean i think it's a damn goat farm up in here right to be honest <laughs> everybody can be a goat why not right big goats little goats that one creepy goat from the witch that asked if you want to live deliciously it's black a lot of peter black peter i do want to live deliciously who doesn't <laughs> puritans <laughs> um so they have this moment where john cena's like facey facerton you know i am mm -hmm. going to acknowledge you tribal chief i'm not trying to challenge you like i'm not here to step to you and roman just looks befuddled he looks like he has stepped into another dimension because john cena has told him that los angeles knight has earned the right to challenge him i mean i feel like this is a befuddling moment <laughs> like a, a few very befuddling things happen here. First of all, he says that Roman's title run is the greatest accomplishment of all time. It's like, bitch, in a world with refrigeration and the polio vaccine? I know. Yeah. Really? Penicillin. <laughs> and then it's like, I don't know, man. He's won like a rivalry with The Miz, and we had a pretty successful tag match. I think Los Angeles is ready for the big time. It's like, John, I don't. I think you believe in him too much. I I think you're pushing too hard. I feel like he's jumping a lot of hurdles at once there. Like uh -huh. he has somehow leapt and been able to fly across five or six other things he needs to like really go through before he could be a Roman challenger. He's, he's got the game genie plugged in right now. <laughs> I 
forgot about Game Genie. Oh, man. He is flying over the castle for miles and miles and miles. <laughs> I wanted one of those so much. And a power glove. I didn't have any of them. <laughs> I borrowed one from a friend for like two weeks once, and it was the greatest two weeks of my oh, life. That would be amazing. <laughs> so we are treated to Los Angeles night, and we are treated to, of course, everything Los Angeles night does and says. And I, <laughs> I like what he's like. You're defending champion, right? No, no. That was great. <laughs> so great. <laughs> oh, man. Because basically, I mean, again, as often happens, right? He, I thought he was kind of directly going to say it. And I guess in not so many words he did. But he's saying the thing out loud that everybody's thinking. is like, bro, you are never around right. to defend this title. Like, you are Brock Lesnaring it. He's a hundred percent Brock Lesnaring it, and I don't have the same sense of relief I do when Brock Lesnar doesn't come to work. I like Roman to come to work. I know, I know. I I often like I'm just like wondering like is this a is this a part of his contract? Is he just like I don't want to wrestle as much, man, or is it just like they're like Nah, let's not have you wrestle so much. I don't know. I think he has negotiated a very favorable contract, and you know what? As much as it pains me because I enjoy it when he's around. Bro, if I only had to work like four yeah. times a month, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that would be incredible. And the work he's doing is mostly just standing there and talking or looking pissed off or denying people mahi-mahi. I mean, it's possible that like really, really attractive people receive some sort of bonus payment just for existing. I'm willing to consider that. That is possible. Mm -hmm. uh, another gem from LA Knight is talking like that's a good way to get yourself referred to in the past tense. <laughs> that one was actually good. I was it so was proud really of him. Like coherent, pithy, well done, Los Angeles. Oh, it was so great. And in the midst of all this, Jim Uso of Jim Uso Honda comes in to try to take LA Knight out and it doesn't work. Jim is piss and vinegar and it doesn't always work. If you think about like the most rock bottom period of your life when like nothing was going <laughs> right and you were just screwing everything up you can at least be like well i wasn't jim uso yeah like jim <laughs> come on you've got to pull it together man this is embarrassing i just really do envy his level of confidence i find it i know incredible we were talking about golden retriever people who last week who believe they are welcome in every room yeah, yeah. But Jim is something more chaotic. He's like a raggedy little mutt dog who does not give a shit if he is welcome. He knows <laughs> he needs to be there. That's true. That's a very good point. Well, Roman and company go to leave because, you know. We've had enough. They're tired of the nonsense. And Roman tells Sola to go murder Los Angeles. <laughs> does not work out. Los Angeles wants to turn solo upside down and use him as a mop i i was like you you were on fire with the past tense thing and now you are going to use a man as a mop. i don't he flew too high uh, yeah it's like buddy sometimes you have got to shut the fuck up i i don't know what to say he flew too high but they can't this all be an, winners an incredible opening i think to the season premiere really of smackdown <sighs> so I mean, it's pretty great. Um, we see after this that we're, dad's going to come out and make an announcement at some point in the evening, which is pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. 
I was convinced that dad was going to come out to make the announcement that wrestling is for girls is the official podcast of the WWE. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what everybody thought was going to happen. It didn't happen. I was a little bit let down by that. That was one of my emotional lows. You could have knocked me over with a feather. I mean, I had put in my two weeks notice. I had told everyone, told everyone I was moving to LA, which doesn't make any sense because they're headquartered in Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah. Like I made some changes and now, I mean, I've, as you can imagine, had a really rough week so far. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks dad. Thanks for thinking of me. (laughs) Well, after this in a kind of, I guess, plot twist, I didn't see coming. Pretty deadly is facing the brawl and brutes where I fear that Elton, much like Prometheus, his liver and an Eagle will have his shoulder destroyed by, by Ridge again, right after he's healed. It feels cruel, (laughs) right? It feels cruel. Um, Oh my gosh. There were two things that I, that I learned during this match that I really enjoyed. Um, one is Michael Cole shared with us that their shirts are called super crop tops. Yes. And I actually saw that somewhere else later. So confirmed. Uh, two, have you ever particularly listened to the lyrics to the pretty deadly theme music? Not very closely. It just reminds me of ABBA a lot. So I think that's intentional. Um, like so many WWE themes, it was created by Def Rebel. As you may remember, they do A-Town Down. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, it's an it's amazing a very different sound profile. <laughs> That's because I'm pretty sure Def Rebel is like a music production company that makes yeah. like, you know, background tracks. But yeah. their song is called On and On, parentheses, Pretty Deadly. Mm-hmm. And... You know, the lyrics start out super normal, like we go on and on because the night is young, what you'd expect. But then things start to get weird. Um, The chorus is, we are so pretty, all our clothes on fleek. Yes, we strut the ring. We're pretty deadly. (laughs) But um, things get much better in the bridge. The bridge is my favorite part. And it goes, our hair is amazing. Our shoes always shining two superstars you see we're pretty deadly we're two men that's who we are <laughs> two superstars it's just us <laughs> it's just us Zeus. two men with amazing hair shining shoes that's incredible i like to yeah. think they wrote the lyrics and were just like hey can you turn these into a song I mean, like, if Kip and Elton were in character, I 100% believe that is the song they would write about themselves. That's so. pretty great. It's a really like, catchy song. It is catchy. It's very ABBA-esque. But, like, mm-hmm. when was the last time you heard On Fleek? Um, the kids don't say that anymore. Rarely, if ever. <laughs> I am not in the circles <sighs> where people are saying On Fleek. Because I don't think those circles exist anymore. I mean, yeah. first of all, we know the kids say yeet now, but. They do say yeet. Anyway, I just, I wanted to share that with you I'm glad and you our did. listeners. Because you know, I love the weird lyrics of WWE music. Thank you so. for doing that. Sometimes I don't even think about that stuff. So I'm really glad you pointed it out. Thank you for listening. Thankfully, Elton's shoulder remained intact throughout the Praise God. Although he faked a, he faked an injury. Very sad. Which of course helped them win 
the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they're back. I I find I find them a lot of fun to watch. So it'll be yeah. fun to see like, you know what's what's coming up for Pretty Deadly. How will they get prettier and deadlier? It remains to be seen. Soon they'll just have collars on, like their their super crop tops will just shrink up to their collars, <laughs> like the Chippendales. <laughs> Yeah. And they'll just have sleeves, just like Yes, I love it. Like those gardening sun protection sleeves and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the if you will. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Oh, amazing. Well, let's join the bloodline backstage. Yes. With always let's what, do that. With what may be my favorite combination now is Roman plus Rogue Jim Uso, like it is incredible like jim uso's like swag and like just his confidence like smashing head first into roman reigns is like what the fuck are you doing is so beautiful i'm i'm gonna say something controversial i don't think roman reigns has ever done anything bad enough to deserve being saddled with jim uso in the state (laughs) i love it so much I mean, he hasn't killed anybody. He hasn't mistreated any children. He hasn't kicked any dogs. I don't know. It's so good. Um, we learn, though, a, a really interesting moment is where Jimmy's like, we just got to get Jay back. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want the titles. He just wants Jay back. And it's like, oh, I don't know if that's going to happen, though, buddy. Like I, I get it that you're spiraling, but he's thriving. He really is. I love seeing it. Like he's having just the best time over there. Um, Roman says that you know Cody and Jay having the titles is a slap in the face to their existence. The bloodline disrespectful. Jimmy says he doesn't want Roman getting slapped in the face. I see. Literally says I don't want you to be slapped (laughs) in the face. Oh my god, I love it so much. <gasps> like I feel like his outrageousness, like this is like so subtle in some ways. Like the yes. hilarity of him is very subtle and I love it so much. I really think, you know, when all this happened, I was like, "Oh god, Jay is going to come out with this really cool gimmick and kind of shine in it, and Jimmy's going to get shafted." Now mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, what Jimmy is doing is incredible and I support it 100% because it is pure <laughs> lunacy and it's hard to play pure lunacy well, but he's really doing it." He's doing such a good job. Um he's Roman a star. unlocked Roman unlocked a new level of villain during this segment s- proclaiming that he doesn't like yeet a what monster, a real monster. <laughs> I mean, Everyone likes Yeet, Roman. This is why he deserves Jim Uso. He doesn't like Yeet. Yeah, that's true. I should have. I should have thought about that. <laughs> so this segment was magical, um, and we will certainly come back to these folks. Uh, mm-hmm. Not too in not too long. But I want to talk about Dad. Oh, Dad! You you really you brought a lot of drama and intensity and just incredible revelations this week the like the announcements dad had i did not expect no like not in a million years um i don't so like first of all i have to say when he like holds the square part of the microphone i hate it (laughs) 
He's always like, done that. I don't know why he does that. It's, like it's like a claw. He looks weird. I just don't like how he's mm-hmm. doing it. But he has come to honor Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce is standing there. I assume Adam Pierce knew about his promotion, but I also like to imagine he didn't and was just like, "What the fuck just happened? I'm just gonna be on Raw all the time." I mean, this also feels like the most co- most corporate move ever, right? Like. Buddy, this is a big day for you. You're getting promoted. Yeah, we're taking half your job and giving it to someone else. But this is huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in Scrooged when they invite, I know I can't remember his name. Brett? Is that his name? Anyway, the LA slime ball to help Frank Cross put on Scrooged. And he's like, no, it's to help you. you know, it's obviously not. But anyway. So Adam Pierce is now the general manager of raw they're bringing back general manager title which i don't think mm-hmm. i don't think that existed before and i was kind of like ooh, because i remember the days when it was like different general manager every week i remember right. when michael cole was the general man or he was like the voice of the general manager or something yes yeah i i loved that i don't <laughs> i know a lot of people hated that bit but i thought it was hilarious every time he read an email did you do you remember when it was just like the laptop yes the gm and then Edge attacked the laptop, and the laptop was like, Edge, you've got the crazy eyes. Oh, my God. I did not uh, see that. But that's incredible. Time. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Um, So Dad's going to announce the GM of SmackDown, but Dominic has to come out and, like, complain about, like, dumb things like he's late i feel like he's late to his interruption she's like i don't like what you were saying about fast lane five minutes ago dad look he probably gets lost on the way out from the back <laughs> if mommy isn't there to help him or his dads aren't there to help him well he's mad about jay and cody having the titles right and they shouldn't he's very mad they shouldn't be defending them on smackdown Mm-mm. and so you know dad spends some time enjoying the crowd booing dominic which we I all think, do. It's a lot of fun. I think Dom's existence really amuses dad. Like he just seemed freaking delighted. Yeah. Well, he's watched him grow up. I'm sure like everybody there has who's still around is like, I remember when you pooped your pants, you know, that was two weeks ago, but I also remember when you were young. <laughs> so we find out that the GM of SmackDown is Nick Aldis. Um, mm-hmm. hilariously enough, as soon as I saw him, I was like, he looks English and lo and behold, <laughs> he, he is, um, I've never seen him before. Had, had you? So back when impact was TNA, he wrestled as Magnus. Okay. I don't remember why he doesn't wrestle anymore. If it's an injury okay. or something, I'm not sure he's married to Mickey James. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. He's Aww. Mr. Mickey James. That's sweet. And he used to be in a tag team with this guy who was like Braun or something. And oh, he was married to Charlotte, oh, but they divorced long ago. Wow. Look at so, all the things I've learned. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. He's got a tiny head. <laughs> An, a, a pretty nice suit, though. Very snappy dresser. Very snappy. So he's come to introduce the person who is being traded from raw to smackdown and like we've been waiting for for like a year and a half i think we've been waiting for this like they just didn't tell us and didn't tell us in between this i rec i realize that dominic's beard is like 
painful to me to look at because it's so like <laughs> it's like an adolescent beard oh it looks like he's 15 yeah who is the person they pulled from raw abigail well as per usual when something terrible is about to happen i predict it very accurately because those are the only things i can predict and it is our friend kevin owens I'm not kidding when I say my mouth dropped open and stayed that way for like two minutes. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, mine was open because I was going, no. I was so sad. Heartbroken. You know what? The way, uh, not to get too ahead of us, ourselves, but the way Sammy felt on Raw, that's how I felt on Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the feelings. I just was like, what's happening? What is, what is happening? What's the plan? Dad, what is the plan? Dad, this dad, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and put my faith in the idea that you have a greater plan and that you work in mysterious ways. Here's the thing, dad. I always want to believe in you. I always support you and defend you, but, um, you broke up one of my favorite tag teams and I quit my job because I thought you were going to make us famous. And, um, this week has been really hard on our relationship and you're going to need to read our letters and send back money next mm -hmm. week. Yeah. Okay? We're that's the only thing that's going to fix it. Financial crisis time, dad, get it yep. together. Yep. Raise us for once. Okay. Raise yeah. us. Do your duty. Kids need you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a big blow. <laughs> it was <laughs> awful. I hate um, it. That also contributed to my lows for the week. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to try and be open-minded and see where this could go. I mean, obviously it opens up interesting doors. It's just like I wanted the door to be sammy and ko forever but i know that can't happen i want i want them to be a unit i i really hope this means that they're each going to get an incredible singles push mm -hmm. that'd be great and i have to say that this this did lead to one good thing in this segment what's that so um when nick aldis was trying to announce who was coming to smackdown dom said nobody cared and that he was going to slap that person <laughs> and make them respect him and as it turned out, that's not what happened. Dom got a stunner. It was pretty standard stuff. But as we left the segment, KO was yelling, what happened to slapping me? You didn't slap me. Oh, my God. I didn't hear that. Magical. That's magical. I love KO. I'm going to slap him. <laughs> I'm going to slap him. I feel like is up there with, hey, you piece of crap. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. It's kind of like, like weak. It is real grade school mom is listening so you can't say anything too bad insult times in the WWE. I don't know. It feels very milk toasty in a great yes. way. Yes, it's hilarious. I hope it continues forever. Well, I would like to talk about some other people that I love. Well, let's do it. We have Jay and Cody versus A-Town Clown and Grayson Waller in a championship match. I would like to ask the question, why is this not the main event of the night? It's a fucking championship match. 
Because no one takes it seriously. I just... It's... It's... <sighs> A-Town down under. No one thinks they're legitimate contenders for anything. Yeah. Still, it feels weird, right? It does feel weird. Um, it feels very, very strange. I have like little to nothing to say really about the match itself more of the like stuff surrounding the match um mm, fair but i realize i want to back up a second i missed something that i wanted to talk about we had another instance of the bloodline backstage and i don't want to miss ah. another instance of the bloodline backstage so let's back up a second forgive me we <laughs> I forget. We you see immediately. Jim Uso drinking Roman Reigns' water. <laughs> Offensive. Roman is not happy that KO is on his show. Not happy there's at a, all. There's a lot of anger, a lot of upset. And, you know, Jim springs into action. Let's go solo. Yeet. Come on. Amazing. I feel like he threw that in there just to piss off Roman Reigns. I think so. I think he's a chaos agent right now, and and he will do whatever. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure we we heard that part. Roman really effectively conveys hating him in this segment. (laughs) I mean, when he leaves, there there is hatred on Roman's face. Yeah. He's super pissed. I think he's scared. I mean, I would be a little scared, too. What the hell is Jim going to do next? What is going to happen? I know. He's going to, like, drive the jet through the arena in an attempt to, like, helps, help Solo win his match against Los Angeles Knight later. Nothing would surprise me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump back. Jay and Cody versus Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, A-Town Down Under. Ultimately, Jay and Cody retain, right? As you said, no one really believed that. Right. That Grayson Waller and Austin Theory were going to win this match. I'm kind of not sure why they had it in the first place. Um, But as Jay is leaving, some big things happen. But they're very, like, you know, it's very emotionally tense. Jay's leaving. Jim and Solo appear. Then Roman comes out epic you're on mute you know what that's because i'm polite enough that when i have to cough up a lung i think (laughs) of you and our listeners and i mute myself at any rate i appreciate it um i i have only one note the story is back on it is back on or or is it or is it it? is it is i think it is although (laughs) you see monday monday you see roman talking to cody and he's like it's my show it's my show it's like it's my show that i'm never on cody (laughs) i think the thing is just because he feels an attachment does not mean that that attachment is legitimate we've all been attached to things well yeah and like it's one of the it's totally like uh one of those situations where like somebody breaks up and like person A starts dating someone else and person B goes to that someone else and is like, it's my girlfriend. It's like, nope. no, what? No, Not he really. left. 
You opted out all the way out. Yeah. I'm really good with analogies. Okay. I think you are. Um, anything else you want to say about this match? Well, I guess that I, I felt really, really hyped up about the end of this match. But then Monday sort of confused me and left me in the weeds a little. And that's all I'll say. Okay. I want to hear more about that when we when we talk yeah. about Raw. Well, the main event of the night is Los Angeles Knight versus Solo Sokoa. And, you know, this seems to be part of the journey that maybe L.A. has to take before he gets a shot at Roman. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder if they're trying to set up a match for these two at Crown Jewel or Survivor Series. But, man, that seems like an awfully big match for Survivor Series. Like, I still, it, it just seems like too big for L.A. Knight's britches at this point. That's kind of how I feel about it. It's like, I appreciate that you guys are moving him forward. I really do. But I feel like when it's a sustainable push, it starts mm-hmm. lower in the card than this. Yeah, exactly. So that was my fear. Like, so LA wins this match. You know, Jimmy tries to interfere. Mm-hmm. John Chena helps out. But I had this thought that it was like, okay, so maybe they fight at Crown Jewel, right? Maybe it's roman and la at crown jewel we don't actually expect la to win whatever but i'm afraid that he's gonna lose and like that'll be the last we see of la night like you said like they're just going for the high the high point right away and then after that it's just gonna be like well you had your chance buddy and he's just gonna like drop to the bottom of the rotation again that that's i there are two ways they can do it right and that's that is definitely one of them and one that i fear a lot and i guess the other is sort of like you know i I aimed as high as I could, didn't work out, but I'm not discouraged. And he immediately throws himself back into something else. I really mm-hmm. hope that's what they do. Yes. You know? I agree. But no, I do not see him facing Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. I see him getting a match at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Which is still going to be weird. I, d- I would be shocked to death <laughs> if the title changed hands. I would die. I could. I wouldn't be able to believe it. Okay, I would be surprised if the Intercontinental title changed hands in Saudi Arabia. I know. So the idea that the Undisputed Championship is going to change hands there? No. And not to LA Knight. It's just, none of this is happening. What if they make Logan Paul the US champion at Crown Jewel? I feel like they can't have a bunch of championship matches and have all of them like have nothing happen, right? If they do that, I will throw up and throw up and throw up. <laughs> and throw up. I hate him. <laughs> I will yeet my insides if that happens. Yeet. Do you feel him, sir? Um, are you ready to get raw? Are you ready to move onward and upward? Uh, you know, I always feel him, sir, and I am always ready to get raw. Are you ready to dive into more emotional turmoil? This, this fucking raw, I swear, is just like... I'm still tired from watching this episode of Raw. My heart is tired. It was a lot. Yes. It's, it's also the season premiere of Raw. And sure, whatever that means. We season uh I think 2084 or something like that. We've season also four. been given precious, precious gifts to start out. Right? We That's so true. Like, 
handed this gorgeous platter full of all the treats we would want. It's like a literal truckload of mahi mahi. <laughs> so we see our beautiful Sami Zayn, and he is wearing a KO t-shirt, which is like the cutest thing on the planet Earth. I died. I made weird noises. <laughs> it was so sweet. And I know he like just showered, but he kind of looked a little ragged, like he'd been drinking his sorrows away. <laughs> that yes. That's what he I like to imagine. Like, he looked like he hadn't slept since Friday. Like he'd been living on hot Cheetos and Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I think he was just showered. Um, like his, his sweet wife would come into the room and he'd be like, go away. Don't even talk to me. And she just like rolls her eyes and closes the door. Okay, honey. So he's very sad that their partnership had to come to an end. Yeah. But silver lining, Sammy Zane says he's excited for himself because he gets to be with Joseph Uso again. Yeah. Uh, thus beginneth the flappy hands. It um it's a very <laughs> very big thing. Like I'm glad that Sammy is talking about being a world championship level superstar. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he's so happy that Jay is here. Um and to be fair, I love when my favorites are in turmoil. That's like the best and most exciting time. <sighs> I, I love the will they won't they. So, you know, Sammy's like, "Look, uh my one boyfriend had to leave because my other boyfriend came here Blood. so his boyfriend turmoil um he's mad right that judgment day get to have like a chance at the tag team titles because you know right. he and Peo still think they should have had that chance um so he's on this like lots of highs right he's like it's been the best year of my career but you know it's also like sad right he's got some sadness in him yeah i mean it's it, it never feels good if you get something you want which is like healing his bond with jay having him on raw and then you lose something that you really wanted just as much if mm -hmm. maybe not even a little bit more you know mm -hmm. and having that against a backdrop of huge highs is it's a lot to cope with yeah so he's probably been having some drinks <laughs> i mean it's hard well, there's some people who don't give a shit about Sammy's feelings, and they are the Judgment Day. And they interrupt because they want to be the big deal on Monday Night Raw, not dumb Sammy Zayn and his dumb boyfriend issues. Finn is real mean about all this. Real Finn mean. is really mean. Rhea's wearing this bandana around her neck that I'm sure is there to hide some hickeys. That's what I have in my head. That's my headcanon about it. They want to murder Sammy Zayn. Yeah, they, they go right for murder, as they usually do. I mean, they're just really about, like, murder time. I do when love that she was like, usually when there are lonely losers, we try to welcome the family. But not you. <laughs> not you, dork! <laughs> you're the dorkiest, worst loser. We hate you. It's like, if you say you're going to get rid of him permanently, Rhea, that is, in fact, murder. I just, it's murder. Yeah, they threaten murder constantly in wrestling, and it cracks me up. Um... So what happens? What happens in this moment? Um, for the first time ever, Jey Uso exhibits good timing. Jay arrives with a couple of chairs. 
It's nice that he thought to bring Sammy one, not just for himself. He brought enough for everybody or him and Sammy. I didn't even notice it at first, like when he was carrying it out and then he handed one to him and I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Okay. So I just wrote, I'm so excited about this. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Like Jay coming out to save the day because for so long, Sammy was coming out to save Jay. Yes. Always coming out to save Jay's ass. Whether Jay wanted it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, side note. Have you noticed that Dom like always has hat hair in the back? Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> um, You know, it's, it's one of life's great cruelties that like I'm talking about the texture and condition of his hair. Dominic Mysterio has beautiful hair. Yes. But he's not he's not tending to it in ways that I would if I had gorgeous hair. I mean, he needs to get some input from Ellen Jackson Styles about how to I make was, his beautiful yes. hair even more beautiful. I was going to say he has to ask AJ what he's doing and then do that. Yeah. Well, Judgment Day, you know, they scatter as they are wont to do. And Sammy's like, I don't, I'm not really happy that you're here, bruh. Yeah. He wants to be. He He does want to be, but he can't, he's not there yet. And he just, he leaves Jay, leaves him behind. It's tough. Emotional experience. Uh, and damage, a lot of emotional damage. <laughs> it's true. But after this, we see them backstage and we get a little bit of explanation. Yeah. And it's like some of the most. <laughs> like, what in the name of fan fiction is this BS? Oh my goodness. The amount of dopamine that was like pickling my brain during this was yes. just like. I was so pleased and I was like, (laughs) so my spouse is like down at the other end of the couch and I'm like speaking quietly to myself. I'm like, this is so amazing. This is the best thing ever. I'm like, I just, I feel like, uh, like they get it, but it's also like, I try to kind of rein it in so as not to be completely pathetic. (laughs) So we're living very different lives because I watched this and turned to my husband and said, did you see that? Did you see what just happened? And he's like, yeah, nope. I know. I, cause he does, he knows in florid graphic detail. <laughs> I spare him nothing and never have bless him. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so Sammy tells Jay needs some space. Like, Unfortunately, when he sees Jay with a chair, he wants Kevin. I know. Ah! And Jay's like, talk to me, man. You got to talk to me. <laughs> How are oh. we going to get through this if we don't talk about it, Sammy? And Sammy's like, you got Cody Rose. And that's great. Amazing for you. Feel. Like, good for you. And Jay says, you still got me. I felt like that scene in the Grinch where like his little tiny heart starts expanding and expanding. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Breaks the frame. (sighs) And then, and then not to be outdone. 
Sammy chases Jay down the hall and is like, I mean, after he fights a ladder. I'm pretty sure it was like raining on him a little bit. And he was like outside being sad. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, the fact that he, the fact that he got in a fight with a ladder to express his pain (laughs) before he chased after Jay, it was amazing. Amazing. And then they hug. They're good. They are good. I cannot wait to see what unfolds. I'm. I really hope that they stay in each other's lives for a long time. (laughs) I need them to. Dad, it's important, Dad. You know, you drop some other balls, but this one you can keep in the air. Yes. You either give me millions of dollars or keep this storyline going. That's those are your options, Dad. Oh, amazing. Well, later on, we see Damien and the rest of Judgment Day backstage, and Damien's like making this little confession. And he's like, You know, I kind of loved when Drew was kicking JD's ass, but I also kind of feel bad about it. I don't know. Like, he's having a real moment of, you know, he's having a dark night of the soul moment here. Mm-hmm. Um, but he decides he wants to take out Drew McIntyre. Do you think that's because of what he did to JD or you think it's just because he's a threat? I think it's just because he's a general pain in the ass. Yeah. And he thwarted them, right? Like that's true. Damien could have cashed in. Yeah. Drew had to get up in his business. So Yeah. I definitely don't think it's out of like a motivation to take care of JD McDonough. <laughs> I think I think only way he wants to take care of JD is in the mafia sense. Yes. Cement shoes and all that. Uh-huh. And Tom's like, mommy says, no, you guys, we can't do that. Uh-huh. Mommy says it's not cool right now. And we see for a moment, Damien, like we've seen it before, but like once again, he's like annoyed because he's just like, yeah. you know, she's always like, she's always up to something. And he doesn't know what's going on. And they used to be this really cohesive unit. And now they aren't. I mean, I think the thing is that, it, you know, they always talk about not having a leader, but sometimes it's really hard to ignore the fact that they absolutely have a leader and it's not him. Yeah. And it's also not anyone who takes his opinion into consideration. Yeah. She doesn't care. No, mommy does what mommy wants, which I respect, but so i you know this we continue down the road toward the breakup of the judgment day i am convinced i wonder when it'll happen i feel like we should like take bets on when it, i don't want to bet any actual money but because it's gonna happen just, just make some guesses yeah maybe next week we'll uh okay we'll make predictions on the survival of the judgment day we'll probably forget <laughs> we probably will forget oh man well Next up, we see Seth Rollins. I'm dying to know his clothing budget. Like, I know that he recycles some stuff that he's worn, right? Like, it's not always, like, brand new shit all the time. But, like, usually when he's recycling, there's some new element. Like, I think he had different shoes this time than I've ever seen before. Like, I'm just, I want to know what he spends on, I want to know what he spends on clothing. And, or, do, like, I think he uses kind of this one designer, but do other designers like, Hey man, will you wear my clothing? And then it's kind of like an advertisement. So one of the people he always cites, I want to say it's like their Instagram handles Mikaze or something. 
That's okay. Sasha Banks's husband. Oh. That's Which fun. is cool. Yeah. Is that the one Becky uses too? Might be. I'm not sure. Because I feel like they use the same. I think there's someone named Troy. I feel like there was like a Troy name handle in there. Some Like King Troy. Maybe that was Charlotte's outfits. Anyway. Um, so Seth has called out Drew McIntyre in his greasy leather jacket. Mm. To come down. Still stinky inside, I bet. I know. His, like, Drew's front is just so oily. Yeah. And it just looks kind of funny because he has, you know, chest hair and stomach hair. So, like, the hair is kind of, like, moved around his mouth and, like, stuck there. It's so weird. It's glistening and well lubricated. You can't get even distribution of hair when it's full of oil. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> um... So uh, Seth believes that Drew is conspiring because he rolled some beautiful bean footage. And in the background, we saw Rhea look like chit-chatting very amiably with Drew McIntyre. Looked like they were having a nice time, TBH. I know. Like, I didn't see any hostility. Mm-mm. No. Um, I think, you know, mommy agrees with what Seth said that Drew is ruggedly handsome and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, why not talk to him? Drew's like, mind your beeswax. Mm-hmm. This is not your thing to worry about. And then Seth kind of pivots, and I, you know, correct me if I miss something, but he just kind of pivots to like, you're too obsessed with the bloodline, man. Get over it, Drusif. Yeah. No, it does. It feels like. I mean, I guess Drew is kind of rude and he calls Jay a thirsty creep in reference to Rhea. <laughs> he does. But like, yeah, it, it does feel like Seth has maybe been wanting to say this about the bloodline to Drew for a while, but maybe he's held back because he was yeah. hoping Drew would get it together and Drew's not getting it together. Well, that comment you make might answer the question that I was going to ask you, which is, you know, Drew sees himself as a hero. And I wonder what you think about that, because you probably disagree that he is a hero. I mean, look, I think that Drew has every right to look out for Drew, right? Because if he doesn't, who will? Yeah. You know, ever since uh, Seamus, I would, well, and I guess Matt Riddle, but he didn't really like Matt Riddle. Drew has been kind of done with alliances. Yeah. So he's got to look out for Drew. But I mean, no, I, I think... I think one thing Drew is doing really well is playing this kind of resentful guy Mm -hmm. who thinks that what he's doing is righteous, but he's really just acting out his hurt. Yeah. And the bloodline is the source of that hurt. So I think about these things in terms of like kind of the real life stuff. So like there was a while where he was like negotiating his contract, right? He hadn't Uh like re-signed his contract and I was like, I wonder if he signed like with the agreement that he would get some kind of push or title run or something. So I'm very curious to see what happens with Drew McIntyre, my fellow countryman. I am too. And I, I do think the story is getting more interesting, you know, with the stuff Mm -hmm. Seth is talking about, like basically like, you know, if you lose a crown jewel, it'll be a really good experience for you because you won't have anyone to blame but yourself. Like, but he's not wrong, right? It's mean. It's mean to say it to Drew's face, but yeah. Like Roman Reigns is not persecuting Drew McIntyre right now. Right. 
Exactly. He's not even thinking about Drew, which is what makes this whole thing like cringy. Yeah, he's not even on his radar. Mm-mm, he hasn't thought about Drew in months. Mm, that's gotta that's gotta eat at Drew. Gotta sting. Well, I'm interested to see where this goes. I mean, we haven't they haven't announced the crown jewel card, right? But I did see a poster. And the poster, I was like, okay, spoilers. But <laughs> um, let's see if they have any matches announced yet. I feel like. Yeah, I have but... not really. I've just been letting Crown Jewel wash over me at this point. So right now, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. There's a women's match. But right now we do have Seth versus Drew at Crown Jewel. So we know that's on. I That's a championship match, right? I feel like every match with Seth is a championship match at this point. Yeah, it's, I think you can safely assume these are championship matches. They're not going to yeah. have a non-championship bout at That's a pay-per-view, I, I don't think, with a champion. Yeah. Well, after this segment, we get some upsetting news. Very upsetting. Um, Logan Paul still exists. Uh, he's now a boxer, apparently. Um, and like, I think he wins some match. I don't know. They, there's a clip of him where he's like standing around with his whoever's at this boxing post boxing match and mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to take that U.S. championship from Rey Mysterio. I love how they always play this. Like it just occurs to him. Like it's a <laughs> Wednesday night and Logan Paul is like, I'm kind of bored. You know what I think I'm going to do? And his wife is like, I don't know what. And he's like. I'm going to take that U.S. title from Rey Mysterio. It's like, okay. It's, it's like after the Super Bowl, those ads. You remember, you just won the Super yes! Bowl. What are you going to do next? I'm going to Disney World. Fight Rey Mysterio. <laughs> That's the new one. That'd be amazing. Can you imagine every That'd sporting event? Like, you just won the World Series. I'm going to go fight Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Rey's like, please, I am aging. <laughs> and you are all much larger than me. <laughs> I did not agree to this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, so I'm sure this is going to be a crown jewel match because dumb Logan Paul is on the poster. So yeah, yeah, kind of overplayed our hand there. Yeah, I hate that. I hate seeing like don't put out the poster. It just really bothers me. I feel like like this happened. So I saw and you know whatever. I first of all. I think it's interesting that like superstars are now posting on their Instagram or whatever, like the dates they will be. Yes. And it's like, it's like my dudes tickets are going to sell whether you're there or not. I mean, like tickets are going to sell. But the other thing is like Seth Rollins posted this big list of dates before his match with Shinsuke. And I was just like, right dude like can you wait until it's over because to me that just screamed like okay he's obviously not gonna lose the last man standing match so i guess like in situations like that the way you can look at it is like seth is anticipating a victory that will allow him to go on because none of those dates are ever set in stone yeah like if you look at the ticket pages for them they're always like cards subject to change and that's why yeah. i mean like you know, I think you were telling me you saw one where like someone is defending something at the Royal Rumble and you're like, that's months away. Yeah. yeah. So 
I think that's how they get away with it. I guess that's really true because uh, Mustafa Ali was supposed to fight Dominic Mysterio at an NXT pay-per-view. Right. He didn't make it to No Mercy. They showed him No (laughs) Mercy. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, let's move away from stupid Logan Paul into uh, some more beauty of Sami Zayn backstage with Drew McIntyre. And Drew is really, like, going around telling everybody his feelings about them. Like, this is the Drew McIntyre tour of feelings. Don't don't you feel like Drew is doing that thing that, it, like, they will tell you is a warning sign of people being in a really dark place where they start intentionally severing their ties? Ooh. Like, because yeah. he does, there's this pattern to what he does where he'll start saying something nice. <laughs> like, oh, I really respect how you diffuse the situation. Yes. You know, between me and Jay. And Sammy's like, oh, man, thank you. He's like, I'm not done yet. Yeah. I'm not done. And then he says something really shitty. He doesn't learn that then you followed up with a compliment. So it's a shit sandwich. He doesn't sandwich. make a sandwich. No, he, he literally is serving <laughs> open face shit sandwiches, which no one wants. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Sammy also tells Drew to get over the bloodline. Everybody's like, oh my God, Drew, let it go. It's rough. Um, and then Drew <laughs> Drew says the shittiest thing, like, Sammy, I know that you can't understand what I'm going through because you've never been world championship, bro. <laughs> bro, you were world champion for like 12 minutes, eight years ago. My dude. Oh man. My dude. That's, I mean, those are inaccurate numbers, but. That was so great. <laughs> Drew is so- really crafting himself into the worst person. He speaks in the third person. <laughs> he rubs it in that people haven't been champions. He wears a cowboy hat with his kilt. He serves open face shit sandwiches. <laughs> There's not a lot to recommend Drew McIntyre right now. He wanted to behead someone with his sword. Drew, I think you need to just like take a few steps back and drink some water. It's like, I'm not advising that you adopt a Roman Reigns style schedule, but maybe just like take a couple weeks. <laughs> just get some rest. Yeah, like sleep in, go to the beach, things like that. I hear Bali's lovely this time of year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sammy challenges Drew for next week and Drew accepts. So we're going to see them face off next week. And I'm looking forward to that because I enjoy watching both of them wrestle. I I am very excited. And I noticed that uh, Wade Barrett was very excited too. So, Oh, Wade. We're all very psyched. At some point in the night, I swear to God, Kevin Pat. Okay, so like Cole and Corey weren't there on Monday, which was weird. Like it took me a while to realize it. Um, well, but Corey, I- Corey isn't on Raw anymore. Oh. It's Wade and Cole. That's right. That's right. On Raw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I think, like, I feel like a spider just attacked my face or something. Oh, God. I don't know what it was. All of a sudden, there was just, like, something on my face. So, if you see I know how much you hate them. I don't see anything. (sighs) I've gotten much better over the years, but I don't want them on my person at all. Um, So, let's talk about some women's wrestling, because we really haven't a whole bunch. Um, Yeah. Oh, it's just a flying bug. That's what it was. Oh, better than a spider. I think it's, like, Son of a bitch. I think it's like fruit fly. Um, 
we have Rhea versus Shayna Baszler, which last week I had mentioned I was kind of interested in this match because yeah. two two badass ladies. Um, so like Rhea's doing this kind of promo about what a badass she is. Mm-hmm. And like, we can't just, this was frustrating to me because it's like, rarely can we just have a match where two women fight each other yes and not a bunch of dumb bullshit happens and a bunch of dumb bullshit happens nia Jax comes out raquel intercepts her zoe appears like wade is very excited about women being everywhere <laughs> like it is it exciting just, when women are everywhere <laughs> it's just like once again i mean there was some wrestling they did fight each other yes. but and that was fun like i saw a still shot of Rhea, like kicking Shane in the face and looked awful but like it was I just want them to just have a normal match well it was especially disappointing to me with this one because when they were wrestling I thought it was really fun because you know Rhea has this sort of like brutality she's a brawler mm -hmm. style and Shayna is more technical so seeing them like do their things together like Shayna's yeah. suplex on Rhea was so clean and so smooth mm -hmm. That riptide into a submission hold was awesome. It really was. Yeah. Like, let them fight. I know. Ugh. I know. And, like, so the match got called because Zoe, like, interfered, came in the ring. Mm -hmm. So now this, we find out later, turns into what will be a fatal five-way match at Crown Jewel for the Women's Championship. Yes. And Rhea is rightfully outraged. <laughs> I don't blame her for being mad. I'm just like, okay. I just, I don't know. I like a gimmick match. You like a gimmick match. Like, this isn't really gimmicky, but I, I don't know. I just want to see like Rhea have a regular match. Yes. Against another wrestler. And it doesn't have to be bells and whistles. Or we have a women's match. It's not a fatal three-way or whatever they called it for like eos title or you know mm -hmm. i don't know do i want too much I, do i ask for too much dad thinks so i want to see more champions acting like gunther yeah and more champions acting like seth rollins where they're like yeah, yeah i i actually am a wrestler and i come to the show every week this is crazy mm -hmm. to wrestle yeah I mean, I understand not having back-to-back -back blockbusters because people need time to heal, whatever, but this is ridiculous. My spouse is very much of the opinion that, like, every champion, when they wrestle, their championship should be on the line no matter what. Like, Yeah, I agree. I think that's fair. I think that's fun. Like, that's more fun. Mm -hmm. Like, make it higher stakes. And look, we all know when it's not going to change hands, right? Like, there are those, like, okay, the... The Cody and Jay versus A-Town Down Under match. We all knew yeah. it wasn't going to change hands, but it was at least on the line, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, Dad, like, I'm happy to have a chat with you about this. Like, you can sit down with us. We're, we'll talk it through. We'll have we'll make it make sense for you. Mm-hmm. Well, on from this frustration to a delight, an utter, utter delight, Cody and Jay are backstage with Jackie. And like, Wonderful. they are America's sweethearts. They really are. It's beautiful. And Jackie's like, okay, guys, let's get real. Jay, what happened with you and Sammy earlier? 
Let's Jackie sit is down us. heart to heart. Let's do some girl talk. Jackie gets it. And Jay says the sweetest thing about Sammy. I'll always be there for him. I got his back always. Who's always <laughs> yeet yeet? Uh, and of course, Cody has to chime in with Jackie. Do you feel him? <laughs> Do you feel him, Jackie? Delight. Um, if they are not actual buddies in real life, they are doing such a good job of faking it. <sighs> I hope that like through this process they have become best buddies like maybe they kind of weren't but now they're just like we got drunk before a press conference and now we are besties like we fucked up real hard and it brought us together well and it the funny thing is is like I have to I have to wonder if dad even got mad about it because like it generated so much buzz like people were so excited about it and now people like extra extra love them I would guess it's one of those things where dad was like, look, that was hilarious and the fans loved it. And if you ever do it again, I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah, I will fucking kill you. I will you. end you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was so good. Um, Again, with the roller emotional roller coaster. So we go from like a frustrating women's match to a wonderful moment with Cody and Jay to a poop moment, as far as I'm concerned, with a match between Bronson Reed and Gunther for his title. Yeah. I mean, I am with you that I'm never that excited to see Bronson Reed. I do, I guess, like, three things here. One, I feel really bad that he had to stand in the ring for, like, 20 minutes before this match started. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Two, he got chopped to shit. <laughs> he did. Oh, my God. Oh, my man's bosom was ripped up. I know. Later, Gunther's chest looked like shredded hamburger, too. It was so gross. And I, I do think that even though I am not a Bronson Reed stand, that this is one of the best matches I have ever seen him in. I think, yeah. I mean, I think because he had to be, right? With Gunther, you have to be, like, mm -hmm. wonderful. I, I was not invested in this match, except that I didn't want Bronson Reed to win. Yeah. Um. I do think the opportunity makes sense in the, in the sense that like he's kind of paid some dues to get the opportunity like it feels right. a little more organic than like austin theory and grayson waller you know going for the titles yeah. um but like I also oh, i'm sorry go ahead no go ahead go ahead well i also think if you're gonna get more people invested in bronson reed and i have no doubt that some people are currently today invested mm -hmm. in bronson reed but if you're going to do that, like, this is a good way to do it. Like, I'll be yes. more likely to watch his next match with interest because of this one. I agree. Um, it's a good way to get him over. Adding big to his name isn't what's going to do it. <laughs> I feel like for a while there, they were giving everybody these sort of, like, alliterative names like that. Like, Becky had one. And it oh, was just weird, like, appending an adjective. Bex. Yeah. yeah, like, guys, it's stupid. Don't do that. Ice cream, Eos guy. That was a popular one. <laughs> um, so Gunther wins by power bombing Bronson Reed, which was pretty the ease. spectacular. The ease with which he power bombed him was terrifying. <sighs> 
I love those people that are just like crazy strong, but like they don't really necessarily look like they're super strong. Right. It's so great. Um, <laughs> at the end of this match, Wade said he needed a cold shower. <laughs> it's times like this I want to sit him down and be like, do you understand what that expression means? Do it's you okay if you do. You don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. Inside thoughts. <laughs> oh my god. If gosh. you want to say everything that comes into your mind, get a podcast. That's true. Get a podcast where you can say whatever you want. Embarrass Dad, yourself we'll among dozens. <sighs> well, let's talk about Ms. and Jackie. Um <laughs> Miz shows up very upset that he was not the featured act of the season premiere of season 869 of Raw. His Q rating is so high. He has the highest Q ratings. Highest. I, he is out here speaking the truth about Sammy and KO. <laughs> Calling them out. Oh, he's had enough and he is going to get down and dirty. It's pretty great. Um probably the weirdest thing ever happens during this segment i think this like, is so unsettling <laughs> like nia Jax wanders in and like blocks them both from camera i mean she's very close yeah. to the camera so you don't see what she's doing and then she like turns around and has the microphone very close to her mouth way too close to her mouth it was so weird and she just was like i'm amazing i'm the best everybody's on notice and then like walks away. <laughs> well, you're forgetting one important thing that she said. Oh no, what did I miss? On Monday Night Raw, she does the squashing. Girl, mm -hmm. girl, you've got to stop with that. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, are they gonna have this go for a long time? Like, is Nia Jax gonna be around for a while now? I mean, we brought her back, so I feel like we've got at least months. I wonder what her Q rating is. <laughs> it is four. Not as high as Miz's. No. Um, hilariously, after this, Miz doesn't get to complete his thought because they've run out of time. Which so hurtful. I love the Miz. He's wonderful. He's great. Well, let's talk about the most emotionally disruptive moment of the night, which is the championship tag match between Damian and Finn and Cody and Jay for the undisputed tag team championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cody has new pants, right? Those look like new pants. I think Cody has a number of variations on a theme. Okay. These were like um, kind of mustardy sort of like all of his outfits. He looks like Homelander. <laughs> I feel like because he didn't wear the red, white, and blue pants, that's why they lost the titles. Right. He forsook America and America forsook him. Oh, God. I was laughing so hard. Like, I know they're the champions, but I was laughing so hard how their intros were just like 10 times as long as Finn and Damien's. <laughs> like, Jay's out living his best life. Like, everybody loves him. It's so wonderful it's so to good. see. It's so it sweet. It makes me so happy. It's so sweet. Um, Cody has his big entrance. Like, it's like 10 minutes of entrances. It's so beautiful. There was also this great moment where, like, you know, they're talking about um, 
Cody and Jay. And Wade says, you're not supposed to be able to develop that kind of chemistry that quickly. And I was like, and how, my dude? (laughs) And how? Sometimes Uh, it's lightning in a bottle. He gets it. He does. I mean, like you said before, what in the fan fiction? Um, So during this match, Dom comes out to try to be a distraction, right? Like, and he, I mean, he distracts, not like intensely but he distracts and then sammy comes out to kind of help mm-hmm. deal with the dominic thing um so there's like kind of usual antics damien kicks yeah. cody in the junk rude um and then there's also oh go ahead well there's also this great part where damien uh gives cody the razor's edge onto the announce table yes i was just about and- to say it, it was horrible <laughs> And Cody cannot stop looking over his shoulder. And I'm like, buddy, you can't do shit about this now. It is out of your control. You are airborne. Mm -hmm. You you have no power here. (laughs) It was awful. Yes. Like, let's just hope he puts you in the right spot. And he did. Cody lived. He did. He did. Cody survived. Oh, God, that was awful. And then Jay running over to him to try to help him was so sweet. I know. Jay's really uh, the sweetheart of the wwe at the moment jay has really evolved since his days as the enforcer or i guess as solo as the the secondhand man like he's out from under roman's thumb yes he's getting some therapy he's working on himself and he can finally really love again yeah he opened his heart in new and beautiful ways and i for one am here for it unfortunately jim uso comes in and super kicks jay uh jim <laughs> as per usual your timing just just shit for me i guess great for you and your goals but shit for me yeah and of course this leads not much later into finn pinning for the win were you shocked by the outcome of this match did you expect it do you know what i feel like I feel like it's one of those moments where I want to give dad a golf clap and be like, this is actually very clever Mm -hmm. because those titles were Cody and Jay's passport to SmackDown and through SmackDown Roman reigns, because when you have those titles, you can go on both shows, right? The brand split doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Um, strategically it makes so much sense for the bloodline to shut that passport down as soon as they possibly can yeah it makes perfect sense for jim to do what he did yeah that's true it's not about for me like it's not about them helping the judgment day it's about helping themselves right right? like oh you have no reason to come here f off yeah it still hurts though it hurts so much. I hate it. I was really, really waiting for my Cody and Jay t-shirt. And now I'm going to have to wait a little longer. <sighs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, what a great t-shirt that would have been. Damn it. I know. I know one. So what happens now? Now I don't know. Um, yeah. Where do we go from here? Like, they're going to get a rematch, right? They get, they're entitled to a rematch. Yeah. 
maybe they'll have their rematch at crown jewel maybe that will be the title that changes hands i don't know yeah i feel like everybody's just been scattered to the winds i mean we did just appoint gms right so if there was mm-hmm. ever a time for a gm to take some kind of decisive action against interference no lol why would that ever happen dad you're right they don't watch the show so they have no idea <laughs> adam had already gone home for the night it was over for him he's earned his rest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm very interested to see how this all shakes out this week and into next monday yeah me too and crown jewel is in what two weeks i think so today's the 18th three weeks three weeks maybe crown jewel is one it's like two weeks and change okay because it's a saturday right saturday Ooh. Yeah. yes i mean despite saudi arabia it's exciting because it's at like noon <laughs> us oldies love a noontime pay-per-view <laughs> oh man it's great. so good just in time for me to go get my early bird special for dinner mm-hmm. get the open turkey sandwich get a cup of sanka oh yeah perfect delicious was there anything else you wanted to cover this week in wrestling? Um, no, just that as much as I'm complaining about some of these things that happened, like way to keep me on my toes, dad, yep. way to keep it interesting. Like you got me, I'm hooked. 5,000% A plus. Mm-hmm. I got to say well done. Even when I say, how could you? A plus, but fuck you, dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am smiling through my tears, but it's very shaky. Yes. well thank you for joining us this week it makes us so happy when you do and if you need a shot of joy this week say to yourself do you feel him sir and all will be well 